Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers, where we take a movie or a TV show and tell you whether it is better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. I'm your host, Joseph. With me are my co-hosts, Ian. Hey, how you doing, guys? And Christian. What's up, y'all? Uh, this week, we will be covering Star Wars The Last Jedi, the most divisive Star Wars film since every Star Wars film released after Empire Strikes Back. Good point. Yeah. So uh, before we get into that, Ian, would you uh, want to start us in with the news for the week? Well, yeah. Um, thanks, Joseph. There's been some trailers, some casting stuff we're gonna we're pretty interested in telling you guys about. First thing is Ready Player One comes out March 29th, so two weeks out. Release, I think it's probably the last trailer, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, I just watched it, so I don't know if you guys have some stronger thoughts. I like. I think that movie's gonna be fine. I think I, I like Spielberg, but Spielberg's made a lot of duds, you know, lately. I don't like BFG, you know. He makes a lot of adult stuff, but I'm not a. I don't. I'm not gonna know as many of the references. I think some of you guys might. Like, I don't know who the Iron Giant is, you know. What was your childhood like? Uh, so, did you not have Cartoon Network growing up? Yeah, so I, and that's what I mean. Some of this stuff, you know, I some of it I know. Like I know it has the car from uh, Back to the Future, but this one looked better. What did you What did you guys think? I dug this trailer. Um, I'm I'm very excited for this movie, as we've talked about at length. Uh, basically, every podcast where this movie's come up, uh, I'm a big fan of the book. Things that this trailer had that I thought were cool, uh, kind of nods are when he's climbing the mountain, he's doing it with Batman, the T Rex from Jurassic oh, Park, just yeah. to see, just to see Steven Spielberg direct a movie again with, with the T Rex in it. Um, I didn't think about that connection. That's cool. I like the the you know the Akira motorcycle. The book Ultraman plays a really big part. So 1960s like Japanese property. I don't. Then we we heard this week that Ultraman's not going to be in it. So based off watching the trailer and then finding that news out, I'm sure Iron Giant's going to replace that role. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean I, that was definitely the best trailer. I, 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 yeah, I like that Mendo's the villain in every single movie right now. I'm yeah. a big fan. He's Cap- great. Captain as a Marvel, Star Wars. He's 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 kind of hitting it out of the park. Look, right I now. don't think he's great in Star Wars, but I do like him in general as an actor <laughs> and as a villain. What do you think? Um, I think this is the uh, it, it does a, the best job. I think of explaining like the story and mm-hmm. like who to root for and why you care. Yeah. I feel like the the other trailers that you know they, they're hitting the music, they're hitting the heavy CGI, but I don't feel like you get a good sense of like what's going on and why you should be invested in it. So that's why I feel like this is the the best trailer so far. Also, that, also the 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 chase scene through the city with yeah. T Rex is really fucking awesome. The the music in all the trailers has been good. That has the, been, yeah. The uh, World of Pure Imagination in the first one, and the, that kind of like string orchestra version of Take on Me in that one was really cool. Like I've I've dug the music. I, I enjoy all the references. No, no so. thoughts on Tom Sawyer? Uh, oh yeah, the, we transitioned into Tom Sawyer. That's how I feel like a really bad drummer to to not address that part. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the animation, but you guys are probably right that it, to me it looks like video game cutscene stuff. But that's probably the point. I mean, the kid's playing a video game. Yeah. So. so. We'll see. It maybe maybe it'll surprise me. The next thing that came out is Fantastic Beast Two: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. Um, released the trailer, the sequel to the the most cash grab movie I can remember in a long time. Agreed. Basically, she just wants some more Harry Potter money and is trying to find a way to tie it. You know. I mean, she's doing a great I, and job. I think yeah. And I think they're they're not making just three. Someone told me it's like it's five. five. Is it five. really? They're yeah. Making five Holy movies. shit. Yeah, yeah. like set and, over the course of like fifty years and in five different locations. Yeah, every every everything's going to be like a, a different city. So I I I I think that Johnny Depp. Oh God, I'm. I'm 
It sucks they got locked into him, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's the I'm worst kind part. of bad timing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they want to get out of that, but um, I don't know. What do you guys think of the trailer? I mean, I like the fact that immediately they've, they've like, changed the look so Johnny Depp looks less like Johnny mm-hmm. Depp, which, I, again, is, I think, yeah. an intentional choice. Um, I like the casting of Jude Law. Yeah, I'm so about him. His album's yeah. still the door. You know... Uh, I don't know. I had He's a, good in the trailer too. Yeah, the, my, my, I mean, my problem with the first one is is it's, it is it's just it's such a soulless cash grab. Mm-hmm. Like the the concept is interesting, and I feel like the the general characters and stuff aren't bad. But again, it's just it's just empty. It's so empty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I feel like having somebody as like charismatic as, as Jude Law kind of carrying it might I don't know infuse a little bit more character into the film. He seems so charming. He does seem so too. charming. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. When my daughter was born, like while I was on paternity leave, I went and reread all the books. I, I own all the movies on Blu-ray, um, including Fantastic Beasts. So of course I'm going to see Crimes of Grindelwald. I think the trailer is it. I have higher hopes for it than I had for Fantastic Beast. I I like the cast, but I like what you guys say. It's just soulless. Like it doesn't it didn't really feel like it needed to exist in mm-hmm. any way. But I, I think they're making a I don't know if this was originally the idea, but I think it's a smart decision. In in the in the seventh book, it kind of talks about Dumbledore's history with Grindelwald and the battle for the Elder Wand. That absolutely should have been the focus from the beginning. Like I, I, Newt's commander is a fine character, and they have a fine actor playing him. But if you were telling me you were going to make a trilogy of movies just about Albus and Grindelwald, and their search for the Deathly Hallows and their their fight, I'm I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. That's super fair. Uh, so I, I'm glad we're transitioning more into that. Hopefully, it continues and it, yeah, know, lives I, up. I wish they would have kept Colin Farrell. I know, and he was great. Yeah, he was really good. Him, you know, you know, I don't know why they made that switch. You know, I. Um, the other thing, two things that I guess we want to talk about is one thing is Ezra Miller's character, who's like a troubled wizard in the first one. Uh, I guess he's related to Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a shot in the trailer where it, it's him standing under. I guess it's like a, a family tree map thing mm-hmm. of the Lestrange family, and you know people have drawn associations that maybe he is a, one of the a part of the Lestrange family. And she's the one who killed Sirius Black. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. Alert. <laughs> Spoiler. But yes. Um, uh, well, and the uh, Zoe Kravitz isn't her character is a little strange. Yep. So I, I think that they're going to have Zoe Kravitz is probably going to be recruiting Ezra Miller or some something along yeah, those lines. Maybe. I'm, I'm kind of happy to see. It. Like I liked Ezra Miller in that movie. I thought he played the part fine. I just wanted more out of him. I just feel like it's a way. He, like he's so funny and charming and uh, enjoyable on screen to have him just be this depressed kid all the time. Like yeah. I'd like to see more confident and cocky and maybe after, you know, he buffed up to play the Flash, this new version of whatever that character's name is. I can't remember. Credence? I think. Credence. Credence. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. Maybe a so buffed the first up one's version of Credence. set in New York? Correct. Yeah. The second one's what is it? Paris. Pa- and have we been to Paris and like Nope. Okay. The closest you get is um, whatever the Bombatten or whatever their name is. Yeah, yeah. See, I'd like to go outside of Europe, you know? Well, you made it to America in the first Well, yeah, I would like to go maybe, like, what's Mexico? Or Japan or Yeah, or China. Let's find the wizarding version of Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I like that. Or I want to go to some of those schools they do in number four. Number four is my favorite. Is it four? Yeah. The Triwizard Cup. That's where we're going. Well, I just rewatched the movie this past week. It's the worst movie. Yeah, (laughs) but it's the best story. Well, I don't know. Chamber of Secrets is a pretty bad movie. It's funny because I watched them both. I'm trying to do it like in order of like worst to best. And I watched Chamber of Secrets first, and I'd way rather rewatch that than Goblet of Fire. Really? Yeah. But uh, yeah, the other thing we want to talk about is, is there's a big internet controversy over this fucking trailer because there's early on they make a point in the scene of showing a bunch of people apparating to Hogwarts. Which you cannot do. Which you cannot do. But that like 
I'm I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I don't know half the characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of the fucking spells. But I know that you can't apparate <laughs> the Hogwarts. Like they didn't forget about this during yeah. the production of this, like the two year production of this movie. It's obviously a thing that's going to be addressed. Like yeah. slow that, your fucking roll, internet. That scene very well could be the basis of why you can't apparate right. in the Hogwarts. I agree with you. I, I think there's a purpose. When I first saw it, I wasn't immediately offended. However, it did immediately pop in my head. You, you can't operate. No, you can't operate in Hogwarts. Everybody right. knows that. But there's no way J.K. Rowling forgot yeah, that. She's got she her hands directly movie. on this thing. Absolutely. She wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't mess it up. What's next? So we wanted to talk about the box office results. I don't know. Black Panther has won five straight weekends. So it's just continually being a juggernaut. Um, and just a lot of soft movie openings. Yeah, I mean, it, just, it blew away... Uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yep. Tomb Raider this week. Last week it beat Wrinkle in Time. The week before that was Red Sparrow. Um, I think, the yeah, la- and like I said, the last team, the movie to do this was uh, Avatar. It's, it might be in theaters up until the point when I uh, think it uh, will. Infinity War comes out. Yeah. And, and you know, we, I was talking to Hurt, our friend, and uh, he, he made friend a good of the point. Show. Yeah, friend of the show, Hurt. He, he made a good point that Infinity War might have a tough time catching Black Panther, which is crazy. I, it's hard for. I, I, like, I I get that the you know there was probably a revenue decrease with Age of Ultron. I mean there was for sure, but yeah. I just I can't imagine. It People probably will. I know I so think it will. Excited. Yeah, but whew, Black Panther made some money. Well, I mean, speaking of ticket sales, that it just beat in Black six Panther. hours. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's going to have such harder. Well, competition. hang on, we didn't we didn't finish that. It's yeah. going to have did. such competi- <laughs> hard competition. It it beat out the uh, the pre sale ticket yeah. record, which had just briefly been held by Black Panther. Uh, by by a beat it, the the record in like what did you say six hours? Yeah, beat it in six hours. Yeah. in six hours. Yeah, it's gonna. That, I mean, so yeah, Infinity War is gonna make all the goddamn money. Yeah, um, and 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 Black Panther's a big reason for that. Like people yeah. are still excited uh, about the Marvel universe. Yeah, that's right now. that's one of my notes. Is they're gonna lean in the Black Panther hard, like the marketing. Oh, definitely. You see, the poster has Suri and Okoye way up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole third act of the movie I hear is in Wakanda. And yet, yeah, Tomb Raider opens off, and then next week I think Black Panther can win again. I really do. I what think opens it could this weekend? Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah it could it, it'll win this week. It may even win against uh, Ready Player One, unless I, think, I don't know. No, I think Ready Player because that that week it's it's they're Ready Player One. They're saying fifty. I've seen Pacific thirty-five. They're saying, they're saying twenty, which is not not good for. Our, yeah, well, Pacific Rim didn't do well. Well, it made like uh, I think it made like sixty. It made it, domestically it, original. The first one didn't either. It it only got the sequel because of how well it did worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, China. That maybe will make money in China. Another piece is Spike Lee directed Inside Job. Yeah, well, he did Old Boy, the American version of Old Boy. He got game. Yeah, some classic '90s movies. I don't um, even know many Spike Spike Lee he's joints. Got he calls them joints. Yeah. Um, what's he famous? Gosh. Like, what is? She's got to have it. It's like an old '90s movie, and then they just remade it into a Netflix show. He's right. He's directed a bunch of crap. Yeah, but anyway, he's been. I know. I feel like we're, I feel like we're 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 doing a disservice to him a little bit. hundred yeah, percent. Let me let me do, do the right thing. I'll give it. I'll give it a goose. Is that him? I don't know. I think so. Let me give it a good Either way, he's going to direct a new Spider-Verse so, yeah, well, movie. You guys, so, yeah, the news is he's going to direct a Nightwatch movie, which is a character in a Spider-Man universe, and it would be under Sony, so it would be with the Venom movie. They're making a Silver and Black movie based on Silver Sable and Black Cat, um, you know, and he would be part of that. And Nightwatch is a character who looks a lot like Spawn. Yeah, it's like a total out. ripoff of Spawn. And he's a, it's a time traveling element. I guess he. he I don't a, know much it's about an it. Older but... version of himself. I don't know. It seems like a uh, trying to cash in on that Black Panther money is is what I'm saying. 
We'll see. I, I don't know. He doesn't look like an interesting character. I think they're, you know, I'd rather him do a, uh, a Luke Cage movie. You well, know? I mean, Marvel's not going to let him do Luke Cage with the shows. Maybe maybe when the streaming service starts and they move away from the Netflix shows, possibly. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know the character. I'm not really super big on this whole Spider-Verse without Spider-Man in it anyway. Mm-hmm. Which, I've heard there's rumor that that could not be true and that Tom Holland might actually be in Venom. You know, and there is a connection, but I don't know. I just, it feels really forced. I feel like Sony eventually is going to end up selling all that stuff back to Marvel. Oh, anyway. definitely. I would love that. Yeah, I would love Marvel to have everything. Uh, he did Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. Inside Man, Do the Right Thing, Old Boy. So you guys hit on some of these. Yeah. She's Gotta Have It. Oh, boom. Nailed Jungle it. Fever. I'm very, yeah, you hit on a bunch of these. Uh, 25th Hour, School Days. He's done a bunch. He got game. Nothing I really... <laughs> Summer of Sam. We'll see. You know, hopefully he could do something. And then on the back of that, the director of Wrinkle in Time, who... Her name's Ava. I don't want to butcher it. You guys know Look, we're it? all going to butcher it. Yeah, Ava DuVarney. I, I go with DuVernay, um, but DuVernay, I have no yeah. idea. She directed DuVernay. Wrinkle in Time, which is the first $100 million movie directed by an African-American woman. It did okay. I think it's going to probably make its money back. It didn't do great. I mm-hmm. think... You know, internationally, it'll do better. It just ran into Black Panther. Yeah. You know? it's, good. No, you, you go first. I know for me, one of the reasons I didn't want to see it, I watched the trailer, and I have no idea what that movie's about. Like, I'm yeah. just, like, yeah. it, it didn't grab me in any way, shape, or form. And I mean, I, maybe I'm not the target demographic, but I feel like for a movie of, of that magnitude, it should the target demographic should be everybody. Yeah. A fantastical time travel is really kind of what it is. Is It's, you know, time travel mixed with a little bit of fantasy, but it's a novel that is not been touched for a long time because yeah. everyone thought it would be extremely hard to make that's exactly a movie. right and i'm sure you know i i've seen that she does probably as well of a job as possibly could but the book's just too complicated mm. like it's just not gonna you know there's just no way to turn it into a great product but uh, yeah, it was i considered mean unfilmable I by a lot of people for yeah. a lot of years I mean, so. so was Lord of the Rings, though, you know, and, yeah. and peter jackson owned it she took a crack at it you know thing is she passed on black panther for this movie that's crazy yeah so I'd be having a little regret there. By the way, there. she's working for Disney. But I, I think she's a good choice for New Gods. I mean, I, yeah, I, so I, she, she yeah, makes good Gods. movies. I, she's I like going to direct the DC, and that's under the DC banner. Correct. Yeah, before Warner Brothers. And uh, I just think it's, I think New Gods is a weird choice for a movie because you have the opportunity to introduce one of the New Gods in Dark Side and Justice League, and you cut him out of the film. Yeah. I guess you kind of get Steppenwolf, so you get a somewhat introduction. Uh, I would like to see the the whole death of the old gods, introduction of the new gods, how Darkseid becomes Darkseid, the creation of Apocalypse, all that stuff I, I would like to see in a movie. So, I mean, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah, I would. Like, I really think they're going to start heading towards like one-off movies anyway. Yeah, I think I they realize they can't do... This extended thing is, is fucked up. They're going to blow it up, and I think they just start doing... Like, do a Superman, you know, Red Sun... You know, do a, 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 a maybe a, not a red sun first. No, yeah. but what's the 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 especially the not one in that, this day and age? The last kingdom or, or the one that hurt kingdom really. come. Yeah, do yeah. a kingdom come movie. Yeah, like, so that's Justice League and put them all yeah. in at once. You know, put put three different. You know, cast it differently. Like, why can't you? The animated movies are so successful as one offs. You know right. what I mean? Why can't you do, take that and do it with your live action? Hell, and I go, mean, go just, complete opposite of Marvel. You yeah. know what I mean? Put three Batman's in a production at once. A Batman Beyond. You know, a Justice League one and just straight Batman. Like, who cares, you know? Yeah. 
the, the audience is smart enough to understand. I really, at this point, I think. I totally agree. I, I think that's a good idea. She's a weird choice for that role, though. I mean, to, to direct that. And I just think that's, I don't know what, what, what you can do with it. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I don't think I, I, any of us are, are, like, super familiar with, with a lot of the storylines regarding the new gods and Apocalypse and, and Darkseid, at least separate from Superman as far as, like, yeah. their history and stuff. So, I mean, I feel like there probably is a lot there to mine. And because so Darkseid's your main character? Maybe he, he. I don't know if he's the main character, but he is, you know, a new god. Yeah. Um. She did what? She was asked a while back, maybe doing press for Wrinkle in Time, who her favorite superhero was. You know, if she wanted to make, and she said Big Berta, which is a new god character. So, I think Marvel probably approached her about making a movie, and and so did DC, and she just said, "Hey, this is my favorite comic book character. If I'm going to make one, I'm going to make one about these characters." So yeah, and I definitely think I think there's. A lot to mine there because it's not as much of a mm-hmm. well-known quantity. So I feel Work like she, for Guardians. Right. Yeah. And so she has That's more true. ability to be flexible and make it what she wanted to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm not dismissing it yet. Let's uh, yeah. let's see what she can do with it. Yeah, Hopefully for sure. she can do it. I, I root for her. I like Selma, so. Yeah. She did a good job at that. Um, last little bit before we get into the, the main bit of news we want to talk about before we get into the Star Wars is Nick Cage, one of my favorite 90s actors, is going to be the voice of Superman in Dream Titans Come Go. True for him. Finally, yeah, living, fulfilling his lifelong dream of being Superman after his failed Tim Burton Superman movie. Correct. Yeah. Google the pictures, guys. Google <laughs> Nick Cage in a Superman costume. It's ridiculous. I mean, for uh, sure. I like. I, I'm upset that I don't live in a universe where that. Movie I wish it would have happened. Doesn't uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. That that would be definitely a train wreck. I don't know much about Teen Titans Go. That's. You guys, oh, I, 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 I love Teen Titans it. Go. It's the best. So Teen Titans Go is a spinoff of uh, early two thousands animated series on Cartoon Network that was Teen Titans. They're mm-hmm. they're like you know a young group of DC superheroes um, that was critically acclaimed. It was kind of Young Justice before Young Justice mm-hmm. was Young Justice, um, and then it got canceled kind of abruptly at kind of the height of its its popularity. And then a couple years later, they came out with Teen Titans Go, which is the same characters, the same voice actors. But it's hit, hit, it's aimed for a much younger audience. Uh, it's like very goofy, zany, like physical comedy kind of stuff, and it's like way out there. Like it's super goofy. It's very clever. But it, the people who liked the the kind of the maturity of the mm. original Teen Titans hate it. I mean, like yeah. the, the IMDb the IMDb page for Teen Titans Go is like it's like a one point five out of ten. Oh my yeah. gosh! It's it they just gets torn. And that's down. the one they're doing. The new one. Yeah, that, okay. that's what they're doing. Um, but, Teen Titans Go to the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so Teen Titans Go is kind of the perfect avenue for this because they're, they're really good at, at throwing in uh, like Easter eggs and things for, for people who are fans of the DC universe mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, the behind the scenes thing. So casting Nick Cage is not just because, you know, they wanted Nick Cage, but because specifically because of the Superman movie. And they know yeah. that. Oh, yeah, they're going to make a joke about it. No, it's 100% yeah, what it's about. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. going to make a joke about it's it. It's going to be. I, I'm going to see the movie solely for this reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care. It. but Yeah, definitely. So. We'll see. I don't know who the other... I don't know if they've cast any of the other voices. They did for Green Lantern and Wonder Woman. Anyone we know? I don't remember who they were. Nathan Fillion, maybe? No, nah. they were they were like singers. Interesting, um, but I don't, I don't know who Well, was. you know, while we're talking about the next topic, <laughs> I'll look into it. Um, so the last thing we want to talk about, and the big news, which I have to admit I was super fucking excited about, uh, was the Avengers Infinity War trailer dropped uh two days ago the final Friday. one yeah it's so good yeah it's it's the best i've watched it at least 15 times yeah like it's it's really good i'll let you know i'll jones i'll let you start off what, what you know what are your initial thoughts you know anything you want to talk about i mean there's so many things that come to mind 
Uh, there was actually a lot of Infinity War news this week. There was a um, Entertainment Weekly special on it on Tuesday, and then there have been a lot of interviews come out, set visits and stuff like that, to go along with the trailer. And when you kind of take in all that extra information, I think it even makes the trailer better. Like, for example, when asked who the main character of the movie is, because you have, like, 42 characters in this movie, the Russo brothers say Thanos. That Thanos is basically the driving force of the film and that he's in most of the scenes and he's the thing that brings everybody together. And I think that's evident in the trailer. You see kind of the destruction of the, the Asgard characters and Loki giving him the Cosmic Cube and you see him in Wakanda and you, you see him interact with a bunch of different people. The the, the two things that were my, my favorite moments in the trailer, um, the Cap, Thanos, like little, the little oh, tidbit so cool. of fight you get is great. And I loved the humor. Um, the Star-Lord, Iron Man bit is perfect, exactly how I imagine those two characters interacting. And the Spider-Man, Doctor Strange bit at the end. Um, if that's the kind of humor I'm going to get in this movie, I am all about it. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Doctor Strange, Spider-Man one was really great to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was really good. I think it gives away, you know, a lot if you kind of look at I don't know. I still feel like I don't know. Well, I feel like they do an intentional job of putting the three, you know, you got your Cap, Iron Man, and Thor, and they're all shown in very compromising Mm -hmm. positions with Thanos. Well, I think from what I saw is like the scene, like Thor looks like, it looks like right off the bat, um, I think Thanos is going to attack that ship. Like, yeah, I agree. He, well, that's how Ragnarok ends. Yeah, and it looks like he's shattering the, the Tesseract at one point. Yeah, that's and then the he puts it in there. It. And that's when it looks like, I bet you he... Do you see the Gamora flashback scene mm-hmm. in there? There's yep. a, we're seeing, I, I think all the Asgardians are going to die. I believe and I think that scene number. where it looks like she's talking about how Thanos can do this, slap his fingers, you know, in the beginning, I think she's talking to Thor. Yes. And she's probably going to relay that story to console him because I think every single Asgardian, except maybe like Thor and Loki, are going mm. to die. And I think, I definitely think Thor, it looks like Thor is going to get a, a new axe. He's going to get the battle axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he will. Stormbringer. Um, he'll also get his eye back. And I, I think from what it looks like to me, it's going to have a Return of the Jedi kind of format. I think they're going to split up the heroes, and they're all going to protect a, like a MacGuffin. And I think it looks like Cap's teams in Wakanda protecting Vision. You know, and that's mm-hmm. like Hulk and all them. And, and, and then I think Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Star-Lord, and Thanos, I think are protecting the Time Stone somehow. They're doing their own thing. And then um, whatever Groot, Gamora, Thor, and um, Rocket are doing. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think they're going to be the reality stone. They're going to have to go see the collector. They're going to go to deep space. Well, I thought, I th- where is the reality stone? That's with the, the red one, right? Yeah, yeah it's with, with the, the collector. Oh, it's still with the collector. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I think he. Ki- there's one with the Nova Corps. And- yep, and I think from what it looks like, he has the power stone early. Yeah, I think the opening of the movie is like him rolling through Xandar. You know, could Thanos, be, could which, be, which would be super cool. That would be really cool. Killing yeah. like Glenn Coase or something, you know? Yeah, Nova Prime. <laughs> Nova like, Prime. Yeah, I think that would be cool. But the 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 Black Order. That they showed that, mm-hmm. like I thought the makeup looked good. Thanos looks good. Yeah, that's yeah. that scene with like, um, and I don't know if they're actually side by side, but it looks that way in the in the trailer is Doctor Strange is getting attacked, and the I can't remember which one of the member of the Black Order it Ebony is. Ma. Like, is it Ebony Ma? Is Ebony Ma? He like puts his finger up and says, yep. "He looked incredible, really good." Um, and I read in the comic books he also is the one who goes after Doctor Strange. Okay. The uh, you can tell as special effects shots are getting finished. You know, they're adding more in these trailers. And this is probably the first one that really had a bunch of new stuff. I think the first and the second trailer both were pretty similar. Yeah. Um, this one was drastically different. I, I f- 
I get where you're going with a lot of that stuff, Ian. I kind of disagree. I don't think there's a ton revealed. I mean, I still believe by the end of this movie, the original team of Avengers will be united. And Thor, we have no idea when he's going to come to Earth. I'm curious to see how Hulk makes it back because we last see him with... And obviously, he's going to go through the attack. It looks like Thanos. to me like Hulk's definitely he he can't be. He, it looks to me like he definitely can't be Hulk in in the movie for some reason. Oh, he definitely. You see Hulk running with the Wakandans. Really, at yeah. some point. See, I yeah. think. He, I, I mean, he's gonna come out, but I. I, agree. I, think, I think in the beginning he doesn't want to be Hulk. I think he's in that Iron the Hulk busting Iron Man. Oh, outfit. he's for sure in Hulk. Yeah. But and I would you, love to see him Hulk out of that. I think that's. I think that's what happened. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. Would, yeah, Hulk busts out of yeah. the Hulk Buster. I yeah, I think I, I liked how they were doing combo powers. Where Doctor Strange was throwing the uh, magic discs out and Star Lord was jumping. Yeah, I want to see a lot of combo power. Yeah, I hope they do that. Uh, yeah, combo cool. powers are cool. They're really banging off Spider Man too. There's yeah. a ton of Spider Man yes, in that trailer. I mean, Spider Man's fucking awesome. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, of of Ian's theory of of the different times or the different stones being with different teams, uh, I want to go back to a theory that we posited on the show about the Soul Stone being Wakanda and being the thing that powers the uh, heart shaped herb. The heart shaped herb. Because while I still think that's a good theory, and I think that's kind of like a good protecting vision is a good red herring for like why they're actually there, which mm-hmm. is to get the uh, the soul stone from Wakanda. There's also been rampant speculation on the internet now that the posters and everything are out that have the Infinity Stones on them. Marvel's been pretty consistent on their color schemes mm-hmm. for, for using the color schemes with the stones, with what they're going for. And the Soul Stone is like an amber color. And a lot of people are, are making the the claim or the, the, the theory that Heimdall is the source of his power, his ability to see things that nobody else can see is because he either contains or is powered or whatever by the Soul Stone. I could see it. I could totally see it also. I, you're right, though. The, the heart-shaped bear is purple, so that makes me think it wouldn't be that. Right. Yep. But um, it could be at the vibranium. That was like a green color. But you're saying it's amber, huh? Um, yeah, I think I think it's going to be good. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm inter- I liked how Iron Man had that rocket booster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was cool. Was, that was real turbo, cool. Like a, like a jet turbo engine mermaid. Yeah, and yeah, it looks like that's... I want to see him with, like, space armor. I mean, 100%, this, this movie's going to do the exact same thing as uh, that Civil War did, in that there's just going to be at least eight or nine moments in the film where you're just, just like, nerding out to, like, the highest yeah, degree yeah. of, you know, like, when Spider-Man steals, uh, steals the shield, or, you yeah, know, like, yeah, whatever, yeah, those yeah. kind of oh. moments... I, I think, like, you know, the, yep. exactly it's that. It's going to be a lot of, like, it's going to be like that Game of Thrones season where they just rewarded fans the entire time. Absolutely. That's, there's gonna all, be a that's lot all this of movie that. is. Yeah, yeah there's the, going to be a lot of that. The, I also heard this week that the movie, the characters in this movie that are downplayed are going to be the main characters in 4. So I I had kind of, uh, I think two weeks ago we were talking about it and I said I didn't think there would be a lot of deaths in this one. I'm kind of starting to backtrack from that and that I do think it very like very could be very likely that Cap dies in this film. I think, yeah. Uh, it, it honestly, it could be all three. <laughs> we'll yeah, find out. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Iron Man dies in this one. Like I said, they got to keep a couple alive because I think, like I said, my thing is the next one's going to be a time-traveling adventure. I'm yeah. sticking to that. The other thing I wanted, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, I think I like the Black Order guys. I think they all looked really cool in that one shot. And I think they're all going to be having their own skill set to target each power stone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I kind of like the fact that I don't really know what they are or what they mm-hmm. can do because I think that'll be a fun thing to to find out in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing oh. I... Oh, I have uh, one more thing. Peter Dinklage was confirmed to yep. be in the movie. He's on the, he's he's on on the, the poster, poster listed yeah. in the credits. He but can have something to do with the soul stone, potentially. Maybe it's it's something Rumor, exterior to Earth, you know what I mean? Rumor is that he could play Pip or that he is one of the... 
Watchers, right? Black Order guys. Oh, yeah, maybe one of those. Oh, he could be Black Order. Maybe he's like a CGI yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's a CGI character. Yeah. Yeah, you guys got anything else on there? Oh, my last thing is Hawkeye. So Hawkeye's not on any of the uh, promotional yeah. stuff. I read that he's going to go on a solo adventure. Yeah. Speculation on, on what he's going to be doing, and then also Ant-Man and Wasp not being in there at all. Are, I think all three of them are going to be almost the main characters in four. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. The only other thing I was just looking at let, at our notes, we got the they released the runtime for Avengers yeah. Infinity War, and it's the longest one so far. It's going to be just, just coming in at just under two and a half hours. Yeah, it's like almost, it's pretty close to Last Jedi, I think, like yeah. in, in length. So, But hopefully it'll go faster. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great segue. That is a great segue. <laughs> Professionally done. And we were going to talk about whether Last Jedi is better or worse than Transformers. Absolutely. Yeah. So Last Jedi picks up immediately after The Force Awakens with Rey arriving on Octu, where she gives Luke Skywalker uh, Anakin's lightsaber. Uh, basically, for the majority of the movie for them is, is him training her kind of Yoda Luke style on Dagobah, but you know this time on Octu with bird nuns. The, there are really two other plot lines in this movie. There, there's Poe, Holdo, Leia, and them battling the First Order. And then you have Finn, new character Rose, and their kind of attempt to help help that storyline but they kind of go off on their own and it all leads to a large battle sequence between all well, all the parties unite on the planet crate uh where we kind of have a last stand of the first order i mean the resistance the not, resistance yeah, yeah against the first order uh i think we should start off this is a very device divisive film uh we should probably start off with things we like also from here on out there will be a, a shit ton of spoilers absolutely there's no way to yeah. talk about this everyone's movie. seen this movie by now i'm yeah. sure if you haven't you wouldn't be listening to this podcast probably yeah so <laughs> it's uh, definitely worth watching if you haven't seen it go watch it come back and yeah, listen to this it's a star wars movie yeah, how can you how can you not if you would have told me 10 years ago i could have a new a star wars movie every year hey in this case you're getting one in every five yeah, months I know. <laughs> yeah a little saturation but keep going so ian what did you think what were things you liked about this film <laughs> don't go into negatives um yet. number one that's always going to come to my mind and the reason I, I i think i walk out of this with a positive view is, is kylo ren adam driver I think he just completely nails that role. I'll always say if he would have been Anakin Skywalker in the prequels, that character would have worked so much, so much better. better. Absolutely true. He he nails Anakin Skywalker. You know, you know what's funny is I think all three of us are in agreement on this, that, you know, that Adam Driver's Kylo Ren is one of the best parts of the new films. Yep. Yeah. But people hate him. I know. They hate him, and I don't get it. How can you defend hating Christensen as Anakin Skywalker and then shit on the guy who's a better Anakin yeah, Skywalker? He's so good at being an Anakin. And that's what he's doing. He's playing Anakin Skywalker pretty much, but he's just an evil version. Right. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think I think the reason that he gets a lot of shit on social media, whatever, is that does he get a lot of shit? Oh, oh no, he's ton, he's man. very. I, I well, didn't know that. I don't even know if he's hated. He's mocked very mercilessly. Well, he he's odd looking. Well, he he is you odd know? looking, but, but I mean, he a, looks like Anakin to me. Like yeah, he does but he's look a great like, actor. Yeah. He is a great actor, and I feel like the fault of, uh, I mean, the fault, I'm using quotations for that, that he has is that, like, he displays an emotional range. He's not, like, fully confident in his abilities, and he wavers, and he, he feels anger and sadness, and, and you know, like, the, mm -hmm. there, there's a, a wide swath of emotions he covers besides just, like, I don't know, being evil. I hate sand. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, I hate sand, exactly. 
Um, and I, I think that's one of the things that he gets mocked for. You know, there's the, the emo Kylo Ren Twitter out there, which is actually very funny if you yeah, haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, emo Kylo Ren is worth a follow on Twitter. Absolutely. But I also think that's what makes him such a compelling character is because he is, I mean, to me, he's the most identifiable character in this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel very connected to like his journey as a character. I wish he was the main character. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, he kind of is. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, he, I think he should be the main character. He's just so much more, he's just so interesting, mm-hmm. you know? And when him and Ray are in the scenes together, he just blows oh, her out of the those water. Are the, those are the best parts. They are the yeah, best yeah. parts. Because yeah. Daisy Ridley, and, and not to go too much into, because this kind of teeters on negative for me, but Luke Skywalker in the originals had to be the ultimate good guy all the time. And unfortunately, I think Daisy Ridley kind of, as Ray, has the same problem. Like, she has to be an endless supply of hope all the time. And Kylo is not that. Kylo is like, hey, my parents were kind of assholes, my uncle was an asshole, and I have something inside of me I don't understand and I can't control. And the interactions between those two and them having those conversations are they're so good. Those so two good. kill it. Yeah, I, I think that scene with Ray, talking about Ray and Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. that's my favorite action scene in the a Star Wars movie. Snoke. Yeah, is the Snoke scene with the throne the, room the, scene. The, yeah with the Platorium guards. It's just really, really cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, it's just lightsaber fighting at its best. Joseph, what did you like? Uh, you know, there are a lot of things I like. Again, it was also kind of a divisive performance for whatever reason, but I really liked uh, Mark Hamill back as as Luke. I thought. Again, for his first face acting role in a long time, and I thought he nailed it. I thought he was he was very entertaining and funny. Yeah, and, he got and, the uh, the Obi Wan on Tatooine kind of nomad. He got that down. I, it was kind of very well. Yeah, I it was kind of like a, a I don't know. It was a mixture of, of like asshole Yoda and Obi Wan. Yes, yeah. In between, because he's definitely you know he's definitely grumpy and jaded, but he also like kind of wants to help and, and be a mentor. Um, I just, I, you know, I would have, this movie is way too long, <laughs> but if there was more runtime, I would rather, I would love for it to be more on, on mm-hmm. Luke and Ray and, and just, I don't know, Luke hermiting around <laughs> on Octa- too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. What, what, about about you? what about you? Oh, for me, um, uh, with it, well, most of it we, we talked about already. Kylo is great. Ray is great. Um, Luke is great. You know, the thing about Mark Hamill that's so interesting is if you like animated things or you play video games, for a long time you've known Mark Hamill's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you were exclusively going off of face performances, you probably wouldn't realize that. And he freaking kills it in this movie. Um, I enjoyed the, the the whole third act of the film to me, starting with the um, the throne room scene and probably excluding the Finn phasma part everything i enjoyed the battle on crate um i think the special effects are great i think it's really you know i think it's really beautiful film there's good use of colors that you don't really see in star wars very often there are pieces of this film that i think would qualify it to be the best star wars movie ever made the problem is there are pieces of the film that make it one of the worst star wars movies ever made so when it's good it is very good. Yeah. But that's probably a good transition into what we did. Well, I, I actually, one of the other things I wanted to talk about before we moved on is, is one of the things I think it nailed that it didn't get credit for. Or I don't, oh, it Puppet didn't get Yoda. A, that's another thing I love. <laughs> Puppet Yoda is pretty Yoda good. Puppet Yoda was cool. I, I thought it really nailed the humor, like at the, at the mm-hmm. right level. It was, it was that good, like wholesome, good-hearted humor that was, it wasn't like, it was Did you like them starting to move you off of the joke? I d- this is, is the um, it's the one where Je- he's talking Poe to General is, Hux on the radio. Poe's oh, talking yeah. to Hux. I don't really care for either of those characters, so I didn't like. Yeah, it. yeah I, I, didn't, I thought that was a very odd choice to start the movie. 
to open. You I, don't, know? It's I, don't, the, I don't have a tremendous problem with it, yeah, but I, it I, I can a see weird tone. I can see your point. Um, but I like uh, the 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 whole chewy roasting the pork thing. Yeah. The, yes. the Luke and the green milk. Yeah. You know, like like that kind of humor. I thought was was really good. It was really funny. And I, I don't know. It it really worked for me. I even dug the him chunking the lightsaber. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. yeah. Especially after two years of build up, waiting for him to actually grab it, and for him to just be like, oh. Yeah, this old piece of shit. Now, now that's a great transition yeah. into uh, into some of the things that. Again, I, I do want to say one thing on the humor before we continue. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of again, this is something that a lot of people shit on online that I don't understand. It's like they forget that there are jokes in Star Wars. Movies. Yeah. Like every time a new Star Wars movie comes out, and they're like, "Oh, there was just too many jokes." Like, what the frick were you watching? Yeah. Uh, the prequel movies are filled with R two D two making you know tripping over shit and squealing at wrong times and doing dumb things in the original series. It has it's very lighthearted mm-hmm. in tone. So I don't understand the complaint in in the in being humorous. And in I like in this movie that their their jokes are are kind of gaggy. Like the 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 green milk is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like it's not necessarily out a joke. It's just a funny awkward moment um, that plays really well. Uh, I, so I, I think the humor is like you talk about. It's great and it's well timed and there's a good balance of it. There's a good amount, but yeah, keep going. Sorry. No, it's perfectly fine. So I, I, before we move on from you know the things we really liked about it, I want to say that overall I feel like I had a positive experience with this movie upon reflection. But I feel like just because I'm a big fan of the franchise, I know everybody here is, is mm-hmm. a big fan of Star Wars. Who isn't a big fan of Star Wars? Mm-hmm. That we all kind of have feelings about things that we would want to be improved about yeah. it. Yeah. So despite the fact that it's going to sound like probably in the next five minutes that we hate this movie, I don't hate this movie. I just have things that I feel like could be improved on. Agreed. It. it took me three days to really like it but i had to think about it first but i definitely i do think it's a good movie i think it's yeah it's it's slow well that that's definitely too long yeah it's slow and too long but it's 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 good it's not my favorite but yeah it's good i would argue that the whole sequence on uh crate does not need to happen i understand that's where like canto blight or crate crate that's that's the planet at the end right yeah Yeah, yeah. okay i would i would argue that whole sequence could have been put off for Another thing, I know it, it's an important finishing yeah. of, of the Luke arc, and, you know, that's, like, a big bit of it, but I think, like, you could have cut it off as... I mean, kind of in... Uh, I, I, it's bad to call the second one in, in the series, like, an, uh, an Empire Strikes Back, but, you know, Empire Strikes Back kind of leaves on unresolved note. It's kind yeah, of like... Yeah, it does. A, instead of, like, a resolution, it's kind of like the heroes get a breath, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's, I feel like once they're escaping from the ship that's kind of what that moment is mm-hmm. um and so i feel like there was a way to end it around that area that we would have cut 30 minutes off of the film and it, well, have it would have been real slow then i mean that's super fair <laughs> yeah that's a lot where a lot of the excitement happens yeah i i enjoy the bit on crate but i can definitely i see what you're saying it it um i would not have cut the crate part out i would have cut the canto bite yeah you i would have well cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have cut Canto Blunt. You saved that thirty well, minutes. Well, that, that's that's the one of the other main problems. I feel like is the the basic the basic impetus for like why two thirds of the movie happens is the dumbest thing I can possibly imagine. Yeah. I mean the the yeah Finn's plan and Rose. I mean it's just an awful plan. It's, I don't it even, doesn't make any sense. I don't even mean that. Like that, they, they they don't even know like they and like I hate how they shoehand Maz Kanta. Kanata, uh-huh. yeah. You know and and like their their whole thing is like on the wheel spinning. Like they don't even know who the codebreaker is at first. And they're right. like it's Justin just, Thoreau for it's, two seconds. Yeah, it's just bad writing. And then things happen. The, you know coincidentally that shouldn't happen. And I, it should have been fucking Lando. 
it, it's Benicio not even so much that I dislike that part. I think it's like what you're talking about. Are you, are you saying simply the the like ship slowly escaping? Yeah, I think that is the dumbest premise for like. Yeah. This is the reason oh. this story is happening. This yeah. is what. Yeah. This is the exciting thing we're supposed to be watching for our two and a half hours. Is two ships moving literally like as slow as they possibly can without like hitting each other. Yeah. It was, and and then like I, that's that's not a reason. To, that's what I mean. That should have been, that shouldn't have gotten off the storyboard like that. It's not what you base your script around. No. It's yeah, it's not a good base idea. I think that's probably the biggest issue for me with the Canto Bite stuff is well that and originally Poe was supposed to die in and Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah. And the the I definitely think that should have happened. And I realize he doesn't do the whole storyline with Canto Bite. I realize that's Finn, but Finn's yeah. story would matter more to me if Poe isn't there. Agreed. Poe and Finn go in the exact same character arc in this film, which is neither of them know how to be a hero. Well, Finn doesn't know how to be a hero, and Poe doesn't know how to be a leader. And they play out very similarly. They both have this task that they don't quite accomplish correctly, and there's mass failure, and someone else has to save them in the end. In Finn's case, it's Rose and really Ray. And in Poe's case, it's Holdo and Ray. And I, fine, you know, if you want to tell me that story, okay, I'm fine with it, but give me one character. Don't give me an hour and a half of a movie split up in two 45-minute sections on two different characters telling me the exact same story. And neither of them have resolution. Like, neither of them have resolution in a way that is satisfying, at the end of the day, Ray is the one who does all this shit, mm, and yeah. Poe and Finn just happen oh, to learn oh, a moral lesson. Finn just fucks up and gets a lot of people killed. Yeah, because his po- Poe fucks up. Yeah, and gets po- a lot po- of, yeah, Poe yeah. fucks worse. up. Yeah, and realistically, Poe's existence in the series is the fault of Oscar Isaacs for being too damn charming and yeah. handsome to kill yeah. off in the first movie. And Poe has no purpose in these. He films. has no, no purpose in this yeah, film. He doesn't. He has nothing to do in any of the movies. Yeah, he doesn't have really a purpose on the first one either. No, I mean, he just does the Luke Skywalker kill the thing, but anyone, you know, another pilot could have done that. He's just a good pilot. You know, and this is, I think, Poe is a really good example of what the difference in Star Wars fans and why some people like this movie and some people don't. And and I met a lot of people who love the character of Poe, love it. And they're like, it's a Han Solo. He's Han Solo in this one. And I'm like, I don't need Han Solo in this one. I have, I I fucking have Han Solo. (laughs) Like, I don't need this character. And they, you know, they crap on Finn or Rose. And and I, I, you know what? I'm not the biggest fan of either of those characters either. I don't like But I think they have more of a purpose in the overall story of Star Wars than Poe does. Mm -hmm. Um, Finn's character arc as this stormtrooper gone good, I think is interesting. I think Rose is Ryan Johnson in this movie. Like Rose's story is what were the what Ryan Johnson wanted to tell you, and he couldn't do it through the three established characters JJ made. So he made his own, and he was yeah. like, "This is the morals. This is the lesson I want to learn. Whatever is going to be told through this character." And so I can understand her purpose. Doesn't mean I love her, and I can get why a lot of people really dislike her. But I understand why she's there. Poe, I have no fucking excuse for. I don't get it. And I feel like... Huck should have blown him out of the sky in that opening scene. Absolutely. Yeah, he didn't have no purpose. But yeah, like, I think Finn... Like, I feel like Ryan felt like he had to use Finn. And he had to use... I don't don't hate using Finn. And he had to use Rose. And I feel like he didn't know what to do with him in that... And definitely in the second movie. And he sends him on his little side of Well, Rose isn't in the first one. Rose is purely a creation. Yeah, you're right. No, but Finn... Rose was created because he didn't know what to do with Finn. And he needed... Because, you know, Ray was off doing her own thing. Mm -hmm. and, And at least he had already gotten the main plot, you know, with Poe, like... Finn goes on this adventure that goes nowhere. You know, they're unsuccessful all the way through. It's very prequely. I think that's why I don't like it. Like, the whole Canto Blight thing feels prequely. 
Like the the CGI with those horses, it doesn't look great. The CGI to me. is not great on the. You know what yeah. I mean? And like jumping through like the knocking things through, it, it just felt very much like a uh, number two Attack of the Clones and like the Gladiator. That it was that kind of scene. I mean, I actually like the number two. Attack I, I like that Gladiator scene. Man. Don't get me wrong, but it just it didn't feel it didn't feel good. I didn't like that part, and I just felt like like you said, it's definitely too long, and there's not a lot of lightsaber in. There's not a just actually a good point. There is not a lot of lightsaber in that movie. Cut some of that out and give me some more lightsabers, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I would say as far as the the Canto is it Canto Bite or is it Canto I bite? think it's Canto Bite. Canto Bite. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Like it's I think part of the reason we hate it besides the it is it is prequely in style. I don't think that's necessarily to its disservice, but it is. It's a very it's it's a thin premise for being there in the first place yes. and mm-hmm. then it doesn't pay off to anything at the end. No. And for sure Benicio del Toro's character should have been Lando. Yep. He's yeah. wasted. And he, even if it was Lando, I'd have felt like Lando was wasted. Like that character just didn't do a lot. Uh, I, I, it would have made more sense to me for it to be Lando because then at least at that point it's a gimmick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you included yeah, Lando. Yeah, hundred percent. The issue with it not being Lando is that his purpose is the exact same purpose as Lando in Empire Strikes right. Back. Yep. And and so for have Lando do it twice feels really forced. Yeah. Uh, but there's no reason why Lando should not be. At the casino at Canto Bite. Right. He, I don't think he has to be Benicio Del Toro's character, but I definitely definitely think he could have at least been featured in that he could moment. Have he Justin. could have been Justin Thoreau. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason I have Justin Thoreau in that moment. Uh, it, I don't dislike the Canto Bite stuff, again, because I feel like the Canto Bite and, and Rose are the things Ryan Johnson wants to do. He wants to tell this kind of lesson learned, I'm going to teach you some morals in a Star Wars movie thing, and I and I I'm okay with that. My problem is you not that you forced it in Episode Eight, but if you want to make those movies in the Star Wars universe, make your own movies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like don't, don't make, make it a trilogy, don't which, make, which well, he is apparently. Don't but, make it like a yeah. trilogy movie. Well, though. yeah, don't make it a part of the series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just feels that feels so drastically different than everything else in Star Wars. And again, it's not it's not that it's I think it's necessarily bad. It's just that I think if someone if 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 Kathleen Kennedy said, "Hey, we want you to make Episode Eight, and he's like, "Okay, well, I'll do three quarters of the movie you guys want me to make, and then I'm going to make one." one quarter of a movie I want to make, and that was the agreement they came upon, I would have been like, no, fuck you. We're going to find a guy who wants to make four quarters of a movie we want to make. <laughs> yep. That's my problem with it. And I think I think that speaks to what I think is, I think we're finding a bunch of smaller symptoms of what we think is the problem with this movie. And I think the overarching problem is exactly what you're talking about, is just the context that this movie is placed in. Because by itself, like if, if you had no other movies to base it off of, one would be kind of confusing. Um, but it would, it would probably stand up a little bit better on its own, but the the context of it is important. One, the history of, of the original trilogy compared to the prequels. And then most importantly, the force awakens in this new trilogy that it's a part of. The problem really is that there was never really a plan for like a whole trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, even, even as they were writing the first of the new trilogy, they didn't have a plan for where these characters were going, where these arcs were going. So it was, it was a handoff from JJ Abrams, who is famous for, Starting things and not finishing them. Yeah. Not in the same way as Guillermo del Toro, as, as far as like piquing your curiosity and then never satisfying it. And then handing it off to Ryan Johnson, who, as you said, was, was willing to play ball somewhat with the studio, mm-hmm. but also wanted to kind of infuse what he thought should be in the story, even if it didn't really fit. Yeah. And so I, I think that's really what, to me, what's the biggest problem with this is that, you know, we're, we're following the story from the character's perspective. And so to, to come at it from Force Awakens, 
to this movie, it's such like a, a dramatic shift as far as like what the characters are doing, what like the whole story is doing. And we, as people who follow the industry, we know that's because of all these different things of a new director, of a different mm-hmm. writer, of all these things. But from a story standpoint, it just doesn't make any sense. And I think that's one of the big reasons it feels so unsatisfying. That um, plays into, I think, another thing that really upset fans is you talk about like him making his own choices and the history of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And this movie does everything it can to flip the history of Star Wars on its head. For sure. The Snoke being a prime example. People wanted another Emperor character. And he, I, I think Ryan Johnson gave them one, but he gave them Kylo Ren. You know, yeah. and and I personally am excited about that opportunity. Oh, you know, actually, hang on. One more good thing that I want to throw in there before you keep going. You know, it was a great decision in this movie. What is that? Taking off the mask for Kylo Ren. Yes. And yeah. keeping that off. That yeah, was a great call. decision. Good call. Carry uh, on. Uh, I actually, I thought of one more good thing I wanted to say. Luke's ending, whether, you know, people are upset, whether he just disappears in the force or not. The fact that that dude dies staring at binary suns is like the most beautiful, like, tribute to the original Star Wars film, absolutely possible in my opinion. Luke's journey starts by staring at Binary Suns, and then it ends by staring at Binary Suns, and I freaking love it. It's just like Jack. Yeah. I was a fan of Porgs. I like them, <laughs> I like them okay. more, more than Ewoks and Jar Jar. Okay, I do enjoy them more than Ewoks and Jar Jar Binks. Um, I see the... I, I, uh, you can keep Gungans. going. That was the thing. That I was gun- thinking, yeah. Gungans, yeah. yeah. Boss Nass. Yeah. Um, so took the Uno Bunga. <laughs> but I don't know. The, the problem with the Luke death for me dro- drove me crazy just because it was a death by plot convenience because it was like, okay, Luke did this thing. We don't know what to do with him now. Even though there's no reason for him to die, it's just like, yeah, we, we don't have any place for him anymore. So he's just got to disappear into the force because that yeah, makes it easier for I mean, the I didn't like People that People didn't either. complain though, that when it happens to Yoda. And Luke was actually doing something that exerted himself. Well, yeah, but Yoda is like 30,000 years fucking years <laughs> yeah. old. Just, That's a good point. I mean, Yoda, Yoda just, what, what, Yoda Yoda just been did, done before. That makes me feel better about it. It's a precedence. What, yeah, what, 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 did he precedent. just like force really hard and then it's like, oh, I just don't got it anymore. Yeah, I, man, he forced himself into ex- in, but, but he didn't out force of him, existence. He didn't force himself out of existence enough to like just immediately phase <laughs> out. He like falls off the thing. After exert he, he so after he does the force rejection he falls off the the rock and yeah. then he climbs back on and then he fucking yeah. disappears yeah there's like a delayed I don't know it fucking drives me crazy I thought about the Clone Wars when Gui Gon's talking about the difference between the living force and all that shit so I don't know it kind of harked back to me both because we already have a presence for it with Yoda but um I, I, if you haven't watched Clone Wars you should because it gives you a lot of exposition on this shit you know how the force balances out and why something like that could occur so I guess I was on more on board with it than other people but I really dug the binary sun part but no no that's fair uh, it, it's a beautiful scene I just mm, think I think I think we get some force ghost Luke and yeah. some oh, force he will for and sure I want to see some now. force ghost Anakin in this next and one Kylo Ren it'll woo. be his devil and angel you know what I mean yeah, yeah. there's gonna be a lot of that I think and like, that's the thing like, I don't think that I, I'm not saying that Luke didn't need to die because I think he did need to die I just think they needed to again have a better story contrivance for him to die. Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah, I agree. It, it was just weird. It's a weird way to have him just kind of evaporate. But it was okay. But it wouldn't have been my choice. I think he should have. I would have liked it if he actually. I mean, I like the choice, the, the hologram. But oh no, that's, like that's the one of the coolest. It was like very, uses of, yeah, of yeah. four scenes. I mean, it's definitely the coolest scene. But that was totally. Like, that's hey, better than the Praetorian Hey, we have this cool me. ending, and we need Luke to go here, but we don't know how to connect them. And they just kind of were like, eh, we'll just evaporate them. You know, it's like they didn't have a way to bridge those two things. I'm really upset. I bought it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really upset that I didn't even, like, notice that the Luke that appears, like, 
on yeah. on uh, crate is like dramatically different looking than the one that we yeah, saw on yeah. Octu. Oh, I noticed because yeah. I was just like, he looks a little bit more cleaned up, but I mean, he looks way different. Yeah, like, he looks he, way yeah. younger. Yeah, yeah. I heard that you know there were really two reasons for that is number one because that's how Kylo would remember him. That's the last time Kylo saw him. I like so. to think it's just vanity. Yeah. Well, then the other thing is that Luke hasn't like seen himself in forever. Like, when's the last time Luke Skywalker looked in no, a fucking true. mirror? Yeah. Like, that's what that's, that's what he, how he remembers, remembers himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Kylo's an idiot though because he knows he just blew up that fucking lightsaber him and Ray. yeah oh yeah no I actually really dug that like they yeah. both you know just like I don't know I, I think I think for, for the Kylo you know he's seeing Luke is just such like an emotional re- like it, it's mm-hmm. it's a visceral reaction for him yeah. you know he's he's immediately just enraged to the point where he can't even pay attention to the details like hey shouldn't this guy look different since nobody's seen him in 20 yeah. years yeah some of the things I didn't like I didn't like how they had to they, I feel like they should hand in Captain Phasma oh, and hardcore. Maz Kanta, and that's totally Disney being like, "Hey, merchandise! I want these people in the whole trilogy." And they didn't really have a point, especially Maz Kanta. Like they just literally called her for one second. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Finn didn't even know her. The Maz Kanata is a character in Force Awakens that I don't like, that yeah. I didn't care for. Uh, my hope is you only include her in this movie because she's going to have a bigger role in Episode Nine, and I think she will with JJ coming back because that's obviously one of his greatest people. Yep. Um, and Phasma is just totally, like I said. Uh, just not n- nothing to it. You know? I don't. I don't think Phasma necessarily as much as a cash grab by Disney, like you say, it is as much yeah. as it's supposed to be this Boba Fett. It's supposed to be this generation's Boba Fett, and 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 Boba, Caspian Phasma gets a lot of shit to me from people who are like, well, she doesn't do anything. You know, what point does she serve and all that stuff? Boba Fett doesn't do Jack Squat. No, I know. It's a, that, uh, that's a good point. They, he just looks definitely, cool. He just yeah, looks definitely cool. the new Boba and Fett. And it's the same thing. And, and, and again, Boba Fett, yeah, and I, I, if you're a fan of the Expanded Universe, yes, Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc Pet and all that stuff. But for all we know, when you watch Return of the Jedi the first time, Boba Fett delivers Han Solo and Carbonite to to Jabba, mm-hmm. and then he gets fucking knocked off into the Sarlacc pet. Those are the two <laughs> things he does. He has like two lines. Uh, does, he have, does he have a Wil- Wilhelm scream? Is a sh- uh, Wilhelm scream when he falls into the pit? I can't. I remember. think he does. I think yeah. he does too. I think he does. I think he does. But you know what? The fuck is? How's that different than Phasma? Yeah, people uh, are just pickier now. I think. I also, also, I think. I, I mean, yeah, it definitely is a cash grab or, in the sense that I don't remember if it was you telling me or somebody was telling me that like Captain Phasma is like the showstopper for like in Disney. Yeah, like in yeah. Dis- like like in parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's cool. And uh, that's a cool way to anchor your 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 nameless stormtroopers. That's what they needed. Well, they it, needed I, someone who wasn't like a you know a super high powerful force person who could anchor all these stormtroopers they have marching around right. everywhere. It's no. all, I mean, it also makes it makes a good connection to, like, we're talking about with the parks and especially with the new uh, Star Wars park that's coming out. It's a good anchor to, like, the real world mm-hmm. as far as it's kind of an ancillary character, but it's still one that you, like, recognize that are kind of excited about. It's true. Yeah. Um, I also think the ships they introduce were kind of hit and miss. Like, I didn't like the Snoke ship that's chasing the Mega Star Destroyer. Yeah. I like mean, they, that is, that is like, old school Star Wars. Like, that stuff's been in the... Like, uh, oh, that's, that's that's a known thing? Yeah. No, I thought like, that was made the, up. No, that's, like... No. I like the bomber, though, from the beginning, how the, those things... I thought they were shaped pretty See, cool. that's the thing I hate. That's the ship I hate the least. Really? It's fucking space. You tell me you got to fly over with a bomber like it's well, World War II? <laughs> I thought that was cool, though, because, you know, they're kind of ragtag. That's Mo- all they were. Moving, have. like, five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah it was a little... It I was hated ridiculous. that bit. Then the well, Mega Star Destroyer. What else did they introduce? Well, the, the Dreadnought. The Dreadnought yeah, class. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Dreadnought is old school expanding universe Star Wars. Yeah. Admiral Thawne had a Dreadnought. But as as far as nonsensical spacecraft and space maneuvers, I, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't cover the Holdo maneuver, at least briefly. Yeah. 
I like there's be- no sound because I I don't yeah. I I don't want to be the guy who's like pick nitpicking shit in the Star Wars a, a series about space wizards and laser swords. Yeah. You know, like I get it. The We're, space bullet does it get to you though? Like right, uh, but for whatever reason, I don't have a problem with using like hyperspace. Right, that's fine. That's yeah. it's a it's a good plot convenience to get from point A to point B mm-hmm. to to escape from whatever. Like it it, it works for it. But to ha- to use that for, as the weapon, so the Holdo maneuver, as as it's been referred to now, is two thirds into the movie when Captain Holdo kamikazes her ship at hyperspade mm-hmm. into was it the the, the dreadnought the, class, the dreadnought yeah. class yeah. destroyer and it fucking destroys everything mm-hmm. right and this is the first time we've ever seen anyone do anything like this I, I don't know about the extended universe but definitely on film and again it's a really it's a cool scene it's it's like beautifully shot that they, they like cut all the sound out for it it's really neat but it like it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah. in context with anything else. Yeah. There would have been no Clone Wars in the original prequels because you just shoot fucking droids because they don't need air in fucking space yeah, 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 at yeah. hyperspeed. It doesn't make any that's fucking... That's all General Grievous would have done. And that's, just, right. And so just, that's that's like... I, I don't have a problem with your... You're your, that guy. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a problem with... Uh, yeah, wait, point, I, I am. I'm being that guy right now. The, it's fine. It wouldn't be a problem if, if like, you know, some nerd on, on the internet was like, hey, what happens if you shoot a, a, a hyperspace uh, ship at another ship or at a planet or whatever? Like, that's fine. Just sh- But you've, like, you've brought this to our attention as the viewer. So, like, this is, like, I you don't know. You could have done this to the Death Star, and it would never right. have been a problem. Uh, so, like, if you don't bring it to our attention, you know, I think that's fine. If you just mm-hmm. ignore it, I think it's fine to hypothesize on it, whatever. But because you've brought this attention and you've clearly stated, like, w- what happened happens here in this particular circumstance then it totally negates all the shit that's happened in the past it, mm-hmm. it, it just makes it so much more nonsensical it yeah. drives me fucking crazy it's a cool scene but it, yeah it makes no sense but uh, i don't know i uh, you know i walk away from the movie really enjoying bits that other people disliked which is weird to me um <laughs> and probably true for force awakens as well like the things i liked other people disliked um, and, and the filter that any Star Wars movie comes out for me, really, that I, I run it through is I fucking hate the prequels. Like, I watch them, and I watch them probably twice or more a year <laughs> because I love Star Wars. I dearly love Star Wars. But the writing is so bad, the acting is so bad, and the only really, truly good thing is Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. You get Ewan McGregor for three fucking movies, and he's awesome. Yeah. And I think... All three Star Wars movies we've had since Disney bought Star Wars, Rogue One, Force Awakens, and Last Jedi, all three are better than the prequel movies. And I feel like because maybe I grew up in a in a home that we watched a lot of old things, you know, like I, you know, I didn't watch a lot of like television other people watched. So I saw the original series at a very young age, well before the prequels had come out. And I feel like the difference I have with people is that those people... Well, there are a lot of people who saw the prequels first, and that's what they connect with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so when they see this movie, they see Last Jedi, it feels very different mm-hmm. from from the prequel films. And so that's why they dislike it so much. But I walk away from it very excited where Star Wars can go because I like that Ryan Johnson kind of turned some of the tropes on its head. I, I like that Snoke is... There's not an Emperor character. I like that Kylo can... We don't know the kind of villain we're going to get in Episode Nine, and that's really refreshing. You knew Palpatine was coming in Episode Three. You knew the Emperor was coming in Episode Six. So I, I'm excited about the villain. I'm, I, I'm glad that we have a hero in Rey. I, I, not that I dislike the, the Skywalker lineage bit. I'm glad that there's a hero that isn't a Skywalker. 
Skywalker. I've, I've attested before that Obi-Wan should be the hero of the prequel films. I, we did say earlier about Kylo being the main character. If this is a Skywalker saga, he's the Skywalker uh, being, you know, Leia's kid. And they're just, you know, I, I, I dug the, the opportunity that, that hopefully J.J. can make a film that is not a total ripoff of Return of the Jedi, that's new and different and fresh, because I think Ryan Johnson bit the bullet and gave us an opportunity to have original ideas in Star Wars. I have no confidence in J.J.'s ability to do anything Me new. Me neither. But, Correct. You know, I, I like your optimism. Uh, no, Mr. I'm not saying he has the talent. I'm just saying that's what I want him to do. Yeah, I mean, you guys want to talk about speculating, like, you know, what we think number nine goes? I mean, I think definitely there's got to be a time jump. I think we're going to pick up 10 oh, years yeah. after. I don't I know think, about 10 years. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like we got to start or early on, do like a Leia funeral kind of thing. I feel like it's going to happen. Like a change of power within the resistance. I, I disagree. I think it's going to be the crawl is going to say 10 years have passed general lay succumbed to, you know oh yeah no okay you could die in the crawl you know what i mean yeah, you could, yeah. She could die in the and crawl. now you know <laughs> and poe damien is is now the the head of the the first you know whatever it is oh god, god that would that, that would be a bad hate. choice and then you know going to be the and, later, then, and ray's training you know uh, Young a Jedi. padawan just probably not a jet a bunch god i would but love for ray to have a padawan yeah i, think I didn't she, even oh, think about she, that right now god i hope ray has a padawan yeah i think she'll have a padawan let's let's give her a personality first but then we um, what do you guys think? That's my that's my thought. I think it goes from there, and I think you know at that point they have a little more momentum, and Kylo Ren, and there's some sort of MacGuffin that they're probably both chasing. That could be that they're hunting for something, maybe something yeah. Force related. I think the Hux Kylo relationship is going to come to a forefront. In, in episode nine, you get um, force choked out. Uh, yeah, I would be totally fine with Hux dying to force choke. See, I don't know. I think I think Hux might worm tail his way out of this, yeah. or worm tongue his way out of this. Yeah, or, or, either or, work. Or I he mean, may, yeah, he may, <laughs> yeah, either one works. Uh, that is actually yeah. a good point. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Where he makes it to the end, and then he's actually the downfall, or at least the the final nail in the coffin for for Kylo. Yeah, it could be. You think they try and redeem? Do you think they try and redeem Kylo? I think so. Like a final redemption, Darth Vader style. Or do you, I, I hope they that's don't. That's why I don't think they do. Yeah, I feel I, like you could I, do Kylo in reverse, uh, yeah. reverse Anakin, whereas Anakin gets saved at the end. Like Kylo's final act is his darkest act. Yeah, right. I want him um, to go down like a fucking son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I don't want him to ever change. Like, like when he stabbed him, he killed Han Solo, man. If they redeem him, what does that say about? I, I like I said, I'm fine with not redeeming Kylo. Yeah. I didn't think of the idea of Ray having a Padawan, but I think that would be cool. Yeah, in I, ten years, she'd be because she has a book. She'd be ma- she'd ma- be good. Make it the kid with the broom. Yeah, oh, yeah. you could be the kid with the broom. Yeah, but we already know there's going to be more Force kids out there besides yeah. that. Uh, Force Ghost Luke. Yeah. Um, Force Ghost. Force Ghost Anakin. I don't know about Force Ghost Anakin because I mean I just don't. Why in the world would you bring Hayden Hayden Christensen in? Can you imagine what like the Force Ghost conversations are like when it's like you know Force Ghost Yoda yeah. and Force Ghost Obi Wan with. Force goes Darth Vader. Yeah, I'd be like, so hey, remember when you killed all those kids? What was that about? <laughs> Younglings. Number th- I, number three. I like that one. It's no. a dark movie. Um, it's not as dark as you remember it to be. I don't think the last forty five minutes are. But uh, I don't really have a lot of other predictions. Yeah, it's because it's hard. Because again, Ryan Johnson gave you a movie that. You could, you could do, do a lot anything. of shit. It's, it's also hard because there's no actual design for this movie, so there's no way to predict based on what we've seen what's yeah, going to happen. That's very true. Yeah. 
I'll tell you who I want to come back, but it's not going to happen, is Ahsoka. That would be amazing. I just, I want an Ahsoka Oh, it would be so, so cool if they hard. integrated her into, the, into yeah. the main universe, the movie universe. Well, I heard that they're doing a... Um, Ahsoka Tano is a character from the Clone Wars, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And, and Rebels. And Rebels. You guys I hear the Star it. Wars TV show is going to do one, either a live action or a cartoon from Return of the Jedi to Force yep. Awakens. It gets in the spoiler territory, but that's how Rebels ends. Rebels takes place, the very last scene in Rebels is immediately after the fall of the Empire, and it has Ahsoka Tano in it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think if they do one from that, 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 see how it went bad for Luke, mm-hmm. but, you know, in that time period, make her main character. You know? Yeah, I, I want Ahsoka prior to, uh, it's unfortunate because Rebels already did it, but I would like to have seen Ahsoka gun against Darth Vader in, yeah. In, yeah. in the film, like... Not that Rebels does it poorly. Like, again, if you haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, you should. I've only seen... I've seen a fair amount, because you can find a lot of it online. But, uh, I, you know, Nine's just... I'm, I'm ready for it. It's going to take two years to get here. Do you do you think there's going to be any kind of romance between uh, Finn and Rose or Finn and... I mean, they're definitely setting up for Finn and Rey. But... And Finn and Rey or Poe and Rey. I but feel I... like they teased Poe and Rey at the end of the yeah, film. Yeah, well, I think there's a, there's a rectangle going on there now. <laughs> You know, not not the love triangle, but you know the love, love quadrilateral. Ra- yeah, there's there's four people. I think because I think uh, Ray could be with any of those two guys, but then Finn could be with either of those two girls. No, they they definitely. I think they've set it up a lot more for Ray and Finn. Me too. However, the Ray and Adam Driver, uh, you know, Ray oh. and Kylo Ren chemistry, I feel like is just so much better. And I mean, to be fair, they spent a lot more time on it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I don't know if they're going to be related or who who knows what the fuck they're going to do with it. Yeah, but I don't hope I hope they don't retcon that. I hope I'm fine with Ray not having special parents. Me too, and and I would be fine with Ray not doing any kind of romance. You I know? I also agree with As that. A, like Luke you know, in the I, original series. Yeah, yeah, like you know, and she could be a hero. You know, you don't need any kind of romance. You know, she's a strong, strong independent yeah, Jedi. And she do. don't need no yeah. man. That would fit in right with the you know <laughs> you're, the you're me welcome, too. Christian. Yeah, you beat me to it, man. <laughs> I did. I was so sad. Um, I want a Lando appearance since. Like we said, we've been robbed. He's got to. I keep... don't think he's ever coming back. No, because everyone else. Is, who else? No one else. Is, Man, everyone else has come in now. The sad. Him. The saddest thing I've ever heard was uh, it was Billy D. Williams at like a Comic Con when they had announced Force Awakens and they were in like pre production, mm-hmm. and he was talking about. How, like, you know, he heard, uh, I don't know, like, Kenny Baker got a call about, you know, being in the movie. He's like, I'm just waiting on my call. <laughs> Never came. Never fucking Still came. Yeah. Every single other person from the original trilogy got called back except for fucking Lando. Warwick yeah. Davis, his got cut, but he did film a scene for Yeah. It. Yeah. So, you can find I, out he, he at least got the call. Yeah. I think if the young, if Han Solo does good, I think you could see a spinoff with a, with a young Lando with a... Oh, for sure. Donald Glover. Yeah, I'm sure they made Donald Glover sign up for like three movies. Yeah. They got damn you, better. Yeah, he, he seems so charming. Yeah, yeah, Solo just, comes out in a couple months. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely cover that yeah. one. Yeah, we're two months out from another Star Wars movie, which is crazy. Yeah, you would never have thought this ten years ago. No, like yeah. another one in two months? That's insane. That's insane. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say, definitely, uh, for me, Star Wars Last Jedi, definitely better than Transformers. However, I'm going to say it's worse than Force Awakens. Ooh. That's, that's my, that's my Ooh, double comparison yeah. I want to do. Do you want to rank week. your Star Wars movies real fast? I do not. Okay. Do you want to do that? I bet uh, I could. I think I could quickly. Uh, fuck. Well, do, do the thing first. Okay. Ian, you want to uh, go? Okay. I, I think, once again, Last Jedi is better than Transformers, and I will say... Also worse than than Force Awakens. You think it's worse than Force Awakens? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you said you think Force Awakens is yeah. better, yeah. Um, definitely better than Transformers, but it took me two days to come to that conclusion. Like I wasn't ready to make a judgment when I first saw the film. Do I think it's better than Force Awakens? 
I say it's better than Force Awakens. Okay. And if I had to rank Star Wars movies top to bottom, fucking, it's I'll do that for you. Fucking. Well, are we are we, are we including Rogue One? Yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah, I'm include Rogue Fuck One. Fuck you. All right. Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, Last Jedi, Rogue One, Force Awakens. Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Oh, you're crazy. No, no, it's not going to get any better from here because I know <laughs> my worst is, my list is not going to be received better. So for me, it's Empire Strikes Back, Yep. New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, probably Last Jedi? I don't know. I, uh, Phantom Menace and, uh, and Clone Wars, or Attack of the Clones, are really close for me. Yeah. I'm going to go Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Rogue One, Holy and then shit. episode three. He's just, oh my God. Mine is like the almost so far different here. <laughs> yeah. My favorite's definitely Empire Strikes Back, then, Re- you know, uh, Return of the Jedi, then New Hope, then number th- episode three, Phantom Menace, then no. I was no, Revenge episode, of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. And then uh, definitely would have to go with Rogue One, then Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and then one and two are at the bottom together. Man. You put, really put Last Jedi down there. Yeah. It's interesting, man. I knew you didn't like Rogue One, but God, you I really don't like I think Rogue it's a piece One. of shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Why? We, we don't have time for that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys watched anything else this week? I watched a lot of stuff this week. What'd you watch? Um, I watched... I've, I'm catching up on the Alien movies, which I've seen on TV in parts, mm. but never watched all the way through. I watched the original Alien a couple weeks ago. I watched Aliens and Alien uh, Covenant. Which did you prefer of the first two? I Alien, actually prefer Al- Alien. Yeah, I do too. Alien 1 is better than Aliens. Um, uh, both Aliens them, is more of an action movie. Yeah, both, both of them, the third act, are the strongest part mm-hmm. of it. Um, but I, I still just like the, the Alien movie better. And Alien Covenant is a piece of shit. It's so bad. What do you think about Michael Fassbender? Yeah, and Michael, Michael Fassbender's Fassbender is good. Fassbender, Fassbender, and, and Fassbender and fight? Like, yeah, just, Except for the <sighs> kiss part, which is really awkward to it's, me. It, I don't know. It fits for me. I, yeah. It's weird, but it also fits the character yeah. for me. I like to see Danny McBride in, in like a more dramatic role. I, I, I told you he was the best part. I yeah. think I think Michael Fassbender and Danny McBride are the best parts. I'd like to see I'd like to see more of him in in like and Danny McBride gross. lives. So maybe if Ridley Scott decides to make well, another alien, you know, lives to be experimented on over a thousand years. Yeah, I suppose that's true. But yeah, uh, yeah those both aliens better than Transformers, though not by as much as I think most people think. And then Alien Covenant is definitely worse than yeah, Transformers. Far worse. I also saw there's a, a music video that came out for Rick and Morty fans out there. Yes. Did you see that? Yes. I saw um, that too. It's a, it's a Run the Jewels song mm-hmm. called Oh Mama. And uh, it, it's animated by the people who did Rick and Morty. It's a Rick and Morty adventure set to the tune of this song. And the song is banging. The video is banging. I was a big fan. I wanted all music videos from here on out to be Rick and Morty I know, music right? videos. Oh. I love Rick and Morty. What about you guys? You guys see anything this week? Oh, I just powered through more uh, West Wing. I am. We'll finish season five tomorrow, and hopefully in the next two weeks, I'll knock it out. I watched a little Tomb Raider. Oh, you did? Did you yeah. watch the whole thing? Uh, most of it. Yeah. Um, not good. Oh no. Yeah, not good. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it's boring. You know, that's that's really what my my takeaway was. It it just didn't hold my interest. It's very generic '90s action. Um, it's got Walter Goggins as a villain. Yep. It's got McNulty from The Wire, if you guys have watched that. Uh, Dom, I forget his name. Dominic West. Dominic yeah. West, yep, is her father. And um, it's fine. It, it's very forgettable. It's not did, a you, piece. did you play the new video games? I played, yeah, I played the game it's based on. I hear it's beat for beat, the first yes, game. Yes, yes, it's very much survival yeah. on an island. And, and she definitely, it looks like she, she took it seriously, like she her stunts. I think she did most of her stunts, so... 
it was fine, but it's it's very like it's just not it's not going to do well. It's very yeah, it's gonna it's, it's like an older it's just an older it's an out of style movie. They mm-hmm. don't make those movies anymore. Nineties action. Movies. Yeah, the the quest for a good uh, video game movie continues. Yeah, 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 that's not it. So, um, and I'm really excited to watch Pacific Rim tonight. And I got it on DVD. No, the first one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna watch the the new one this weekend, and hopefully we can talk about it next week. Oh shit! When does it come out? Uh, this week, Friday. Okay, maybe we can go see it Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we will be taking a week off. So we will be taking a week off, and you know the uh, the the one after that might also be a day or two. Late, <laughs> yeah. but we'll get it out. Yeah. yeah. So much need vacation. Uh, if you want to follow us online. Joseph, can you tell us where you can follow us at? Uh, sure. If you have any questions, comments, or you have a better ranking for your favorite Star Wars films, reach us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at BT Transformers and on Facebook also at BT Transformers. I'd also I'd love to hear you know how you guys think the best way to watch the Star Wars movies. Oh, oh yeah, 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 order, that'd be yeah. Great. There yeah. are a bunch of different ways, though. You know, the best way to get caught up. The um, only the only thing I am astute like you cannot change is you got to watch Rogue One and then immediately follow with New yeah, Hope. A New Hope. That would yeah, be yeah, they're, they're a companion piece for sure. Yeah. I like doing New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, which does, you don't spoil the twist. Then you do Rogue One. Well, no, hold on, that messes it up. Think about Rogue it some other One, time. Some right. other time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If uh, if you like this, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. That really helps us out. And uh, really, if you if you really like it, please tell a friend because that's really the best way that we can uh, get some exposure. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks again to Zach Evans for our art and Brian Velasquez for our music. And uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. We'll talk later. To you soon, guys. Right, bye.